Rigdon. By the way, the lizard is also an ancient traditional symbolic designation of certain spiritual knowledge. It was considered to be a mystical creature just like the snake, but again, only because the life of this amphibian in the past was associatively compared to different spiritual processes. For example, its image was associated with the ancient past and the ancient structures of the brain, as well as with the connection with water, the other world, the fact of presence or immersion of the observer and his entering into an altered state of consciousness through it, and penetration, tunneling, symbol of the back essence. The image of the lizard was also portrayed as a sign of wisdom, a warning of danger, and a symbol of changes. Regarding this picture, it is not spikes that are shown on the lizard's tail, but merely a symbolic designation of mountains. It is in today's society that we're able to speak about dimensions, the multidimensionality of the world, and altered states of consciousness. In the distant past, however, this associative knowledge was expressed somewhat differently. For people who spent their whole lives surrounded by mountains, the difficult path of self-perfection and renunciation of their animal nature, worldly desires as well as self-centeredness, was compared to ascending the mountain, overcoming yourself, and passing dimensions in spiritual practices to surmounting the first mountain, and after it a second one, and so on. For many peoples, the mountain is a symbol of spiritual elevation, connection with the supreme worlds, an associative image of connection with different worlds, for example, the earth and the sky, the earth and the underworld, and respectively, the abode of beings of another world. Getting to the other world was only possible by overcoming yourself. But truth be told, because of such associations, when soulless, empty material imitation began, the mountain began to be depicted as a place of sacrifice because it is supposedly located closer to gods. Anastasia The pattern on the other side of this terracotta form is also interesting. It shows a smiling woman who has seized two tigers, the lateral essences, by the throat and is standing above an elephant, symbol of slow, departing, strong past, the back essence. Her hair is like a symbolic image of twelve little rays. And over her head, there is a sign of the diagonal cross in a circle with crossed out lateral essences that is a symbol of complete control over them. Researchers are at a loss as to interpreting the image because it is the only in this script that depicts, in their opinion, a spoked wheel above the head of a female deity. Rigdon. Ah, had there been more such wheels in the spiritual history of mankind, and not in theory but in practice, this humankind would then be priceless. Anastasia. Well, considering historical artifacts, the lateral essences were so tightly held by the throat and kept under control, not only by the best representatives of the proto-Indian civilization who once lived in Asia, 
Similar symbols are also present in the sacred symbolism of ancient Egyptians, Africa, Indians of ancient Peru, South America, Scythians, and Slavs, Europe. And incidentally, later you can see a clear transformation of this ancient associative symbol of the lateral essences into a corresponding separate symbol in the form of a staff. Rigdon Yes, who could have imagined back then the scale this transformation coming from the human mind would take? The symbol that once personified spiritual control of the human being over his lateral essences and consequently the possibility of spiritual development and liberation from the material world came to be used as a symbol of power over people after loss of the spiritual component because of foolish human imitation. Priests of different religions, magicians, monarchs, kings, tsars, and emperors made a material symbol of their all-embracing power and rule over nations out of the staff and the scepter. By the way, the Greek word scepter, septron, and the Latin septrum mean a staff, support. No one remembers anymore why, in fact, this ordinary stick for possession of which people would sometimes kill each other while striving for power, was endowed with such symbolism as an attribute of gods of heaven, an intermediary between God and people, kings and their subjects, the guarantor of peace and justice. Why was it considered to be a symbol of additional abilities for its bearer and of supreme power in the meaning of as you wish? Why did it serve for different peoples as an attribute of death and resurrection, victory, purification and rebirth, a symbol of heavenly patronage, an attribute of a bodhisattva, and an indicator of the path? Why did those ancestors who had this symbol depicted beside them have spiritual authority among people in the old days? Anastasia That's true. After all, people in ancient Egypt seem to have still known about the spiritual meaning of symbols. The Egyptian triple scepter, for example, consisted of a whip which symbolized power over matter, the left essence, a rod with a hook meaning control of the senses, the right essence, and rings, the dominion over one's own thoughts. Of course, this understanding was lost also in Egypt over time. But still, information about the symbols which recorded the old knowledge has partially reached the present day. Even today, the artifacts of ancient Egypt astound by their informativeness in terms of spiritual knowledge. Take, for example, the serpent biting its own tail with 72 rings, body chains. Incidentally, I also brought with me drawings with images of adornment of the Harappan civilization, which were discovered by archaeologists. On the territory of the excavation site, they found many terracotta bracelets and rings made in the form of a snake biting its tail, so to speak, the Ouroboros of the Harappan civilization, which testifies to the antiquity of this symbol. Furthermore, another interesting thing was found either a ritual belt or a necklace. But what is interesting is its description. It consists of 42 long beads of the carnelian gemstone, 72 bronze spherical beads, 
six bronze beads, two bronze crescent-shaped ant beads, and two hollow cylindrical ants also of bronze, and 42 long beads of carnelian. Thinking that the ancient Egyptians had exactly 42 moral commandments, of which the Jewish priests borrowed only 10 to create their religion. These are interesting comparisons. Obviously, this was common knowledge in the ancient world. It's just that at different times, every nation attributed these commandments to their gods. Apparently, the fact that these 42 beads were made of carnelian is not a mere coincidence either. In the Neolithic age, this precious stone was widely used to make various products. It was well known in the states of Mesopotamia, ancient India, ancient Egypt, and among the peoples of ancient Europe, ancient Asia, and ancient America. It was also known in Rus, and it was mentioned in the anthologies of Svetoslav. A variety of ritual ornaments, amulets, talismans, and ritual objects were made of it. I read that in ancient Egypt, the carnelian was linked to different characters personifying a living soul and protection in the afterworld, and it was associated with the forehead chakra and clairvoyance. People also knew of its healing properties. But the most interesting thing in the Harappan ritual adornment is that there are exactly 72 spherical beads, 6 bronze beads, and 2 crescents. Given the knowledge of the 72 dimensions of the universe, the 6-dimensional structure of the material world in which the human energy structure is located, and also of the main signs of Allah in the form of the crescent, it may be noted that there existed a rather interesting way of recording and transferring information even via such ritual adornments. When you possess spiritual knowledge, you really look at the world with a different, more global view and understand more than what is offered by the material system of values. After all, if you think about the question, why would a human being need such a complex structure with a multitude of adaptive mechanisms, interconnections, an amazing wave structure, and a unique brain capable of operating in different modes and altered states of consciousness? The answer is simple like any truth, because a human has a prospect of spiritual development. Otherwise, he would be no different from any other animal. Rigdon The greatest value is not in the material acquisitions, but rather spiritual knowledge, thanks to which both human and the society can perfect themselves, developing overall. Spiritual knowledge was present in human society from the beginning. It is just that before, just like nowadays, conditions for the human choice remained. Some people delved more deeply into them because they strived to liberate their soul, while others did less since they could not cope with their animal nature and chose the temporary instead of the eternal. Naturally, this knowledge had to be renewed from time to time in the human society and adapted for different peoples by taking into account associations that were understandable to them. That is why we have such a variety of legends containing one and the same original information. But I repeat, the knowledge about the tools for human spiritual perfection 
was present from the beginning. This can be traced by the most ancient symbols and signs which have already been mentioned in the conversation. Anastasia, this is an undeniable fact. It is enough to just look at the main ancient signs which symbolize the spiritual world and man's complete spiritual liberation. Rigdon, in this regard, I would draw special attention of the modern mankind to the Alatra sign. Its original portrayal is an empty circle which is edged underneath by a crescent with horns pointing upwards. It is one of the 18 original most ancient working signs. The name of this sign, Alatra, speaks of the quality of its power. The fact is that at the dawn of mankind, thanks to the primordial knowledge, people knew about the One, of the One who created everything, denoting His manifestations by the sound Ra. The creating power of Ra, the divine feminine principle, the mother of all, was initially called Alat. Hence, the people initiated into the spiritual knowledge started calling this original sign Alatra a symbol of the creating power of the one who created everything. By the way, in the ancient times, this information about the sacred primordial sound was attributed to the sacred knowledge about the world order of the universe in the context of information about the human being as a complex object of this world, who is also unstable in his choice. But the modern people, at best, associate the sound Ra only with ancient Egyptian myths about God Ra. Nevertheless, the Alatra sign as a conductor of the creating power of God has been used by people since ancient times. It remains constantly active and interacts with the visible and the invisible world and influences the human energy structure, regardless of whether the person understands this or not. Still, the main effect of the sign rests on the human choice. If spiritual nature dominates in a person, this sign affects him as additional spiritual power. That is, the sign enters into sort of a resonance and enhances the creating spiritual power of a person. Whereas if the animal nature predominates in a person, this sign remains neutral in relation to him. A negative person is usually fueled by entirely different signs which work to activate the material animal nature. The Alatra sign manifests its influence, the creating spiritual power, the most in a group of people who really work on themselves in each day and join forces in collective spiritual practices, prayers, meditations, and so on. Giliars, or as they were allegorically called, for example, in the Middle Ages, the true warriors of light of the Lord's army, have always tried to introduce this sign to the masses, thus providing help for centuries to the people of new generations who truly followed the spiritual path. In the ancient times, religion was the best way to promote this sign. Even though it was an institute of the priestly power invented by people, it was founded on the grains of true spiritual knowledge, which had once been given to all in its entirety, as well as on the people who truly walked the spiritual path. The latter were not that many, 
but it was they who introduced the spiritual symbols and active working signs into the images and attributes of different revered gods. However, those who served the animal mind introduced negative signs which activated the material into the masses through religion just as diligently. I have already said that the circle is a symbol of the soul and also one of the symbols of manifestation of a spiritual being from the world of God, and the symbolic sign of the crescent with its horns pointing upwards is a symbol of the person who liberated himself spiritually already during his lifetime. The Alatra sign was also used to describe the one who has come from the spiritual world, the other, the Supreme One, into this material world, renewing the lost primordial knowledge. I would like to draw your attention to the fact that the Alatra sign is a working one, pure, exactly in this form, that is an empty circle over an empty crescent with horns pointing upwards. If any images or conditional signs were placed inside the circle or the crescent, the sign ceased to be working, pure, and became only an informative symbol, just like any book where you can read general information. Why did the sign cease to be working in this case? Here, it is pure physics. It is just that upon filling the emptiness with anything, with any image, quantum interactions of the sign with the world get disrupted. Let's put it this way. More specifically, a sign with a filled-in circle or a crescent interacting with other dimensions out of its second dimension while transitioning through esoosmos will already be perceived in other dimensions, including the third one, as nothing more than a picture-carrying information, a symbol. Anastasia. In other words, in this case it will serve only as a symbol and not as a working sign. Rigdon. Correct. Perhaps I shall try to clarify for people the difference between a working sign and a simple symbol. A working sign, figuratively speaking, can be compared to an empty bucket which the observer lowers into the well, activates the sign, gets water, power, out of it with the bucket, and then drinks it himself, fills himself, or gives it to others to drink, empowers, or waters his garden, activates a geographical location, which in the future will bring the corresponding fruit, spiritual activation of personalities who will stay in those places even in the distant future. But if the bucket which he lowers into the well is not empty but is filled, an informative symbol, not a working sign, then it becomes meaningless because you will not get water with it. I would even say that it is the same thing as if this bucket would have no bottom. In other words, what you lower down is what you take out without any result. Anastasia Perhaps it should also be noted that the working Alatra sign is one of the most powerful signs, and it has often been used by people who walk the spiritual path. Most interestingly, one cannot obtain power from it unless the personality is in the position of the observer from the spiritual nature, in contrast, for example, to the star sign. Rigdon The Alatra sign works in dimensions above the six 
and this puts it in line with those few unique working signs accessible to a person in this world. So the Elytra sign is a truly powerful sign which allows you to save and multiply the powers of a lot in yourself, the power that comes from God Himself and is directed at actual creation, that is, to the implementation of His plan. That is why, in the sacred sense, this sign is considered to be the embodiment of the power of God through Alot. Anastasia Alatra, both as a working sign and as a symbol with a filled-in circle and additional notations indicating specific knowledge, has been used as cryptography about spiritual practices or teachings at different times by different peoples. Examples of this can be found if one familiarizes himself with the corresponding archaeological artifacts, monuments of art, writing systems of the already mentioned ancient cultures of India, the Harappan civilization, the Trapillion civilization, the Sumerian civilization, ancient Egyptian, original cultures of the ancient peoples of Siberia, and so on. Archaeologists find these symbols in rock inscriptions on ancient prints, stelae, clay tablets, amulets, ritual utensils, clothing, and in the frescoes of ancient sanctuaries. Rigdon. This simply points to the fact that at all times there have been people who possess sacred knowledge about the original working signs. Anastasia. Moreover, you can clearly trace where an Alatra symbol was placed and where it was namely the working sign. Rigdon. Speaking of symbols, there were different symbols based on the interpretation of the Alatra sign. Some of them indicated additional explanations that were understood by people initiated into this knowledge, while other symbols are variations from the people who tried to strengthen that which was already strong or to additionally highlight certain significant points. Examples of such symbols based on the Elytra sign are crescent with horns pointing up over which stands either a circle with a cross inside it or a star or a symbolic representation of a face, and so on. The people who had no idea about the true meaning of these symbols would associate them with the sun or the moon and regard them simply as an attribute of this or that deity. But for people armed with knowledge, these symbols were like a hint, a clear message from the past, from those who had applied these symbols. For example, let us take the symbol of the crescent with horns pointing upwards, above which a small circle is inscribed into a larger one, and the small circle has a cross with an empty circle in the center of it. This was a symbolic representation of spiritual teaching introduced into this world by a being from the spiritual world. The symbol of the latter is the Elytra sign. The small circle enclosed in the large one symbolizes people who are united by this teaching, a circle of followers. The equilateral cross is a symbol of the human being, and the empty circle in the center of the cross, in this case, coupled with the overall symbol, indicates not just the personality. This indicates a human being who has attained spiritual liberation, the fusion of his personality with the soul, 
through this teaching, yet one who had stayed to help other people who are walking the spiritual path. Anastasia Yes, this is a real spiritual feat, to achieve spiritual liberation, but have the courage to stay here in this harsh material world in order to serve as the conductor of the powers of Allah. There is another interesting point related to the above-mentioned symbols. The Alatra symbol, as a rule, was a characteristic of female goddesses. Among the most well-known ones is, for example, the sign of goddess Al-Lat, the mother of gods, who was revered by the ancient Arabs in the pre-Islamic times. Back in those days, a crescent with horns pointing upwards indicating a connection with the spiritual world, as well as a circle, which people interpreted as a symbol of the moon, was placed above her symbolic image. Sometimes the crescent would be painted with sun rays as a symbol of movement in the spiritual direction. Rigdon It is not surprising that the Elatra symbol was connected precisely with female goddesses. The fact is that throughout the history of mankind, so far only women have become such spiritual guides, perhaps because they have a maternal instinct in the sense of spiritual care and love for people, although both women and men can be guides. It is just that men, once they attain spiritual liberation, and as soon as the supreme realms were opened to them, quickly left this material world as they say without delay and empathy for the fate of the people left here. Anastasia It is funny how even in such matters women will be women and men will be men. I wanted to share some other findings related to a lot. In the knowledge which you told us about and which I recorded in the Sensei 4 book, you mentioned the fundamental importance of the a lot time, which lasts 12 minutes, or to be more precise, 11 minutes and 56.74 seconds. I stumbled upon information about a temple of the reign of Pharaoh Ramses II, which was carved out of a cliff in Egypt near the Nile River. In the 1960s, due to the construction of a dam, it was relocated 65 meters higher than the previous location on the same cliff. So then, twice a year, The following optical phenomenon can be observed there, on February 22nd and October 22nd, at exactly 6 a.m., the first ray of the sun enters the temple through the common entrance and reaches the cold niche of the sanctuary. Then the beam lingers on the statue of God Amun-Ra for six minutes and illuminates the statue of Ramses II all of 12 minutes. Notably, on February 22nd, the light falls on his chest, and on October 22nd, on his crown. Rigdon People love to record their significance even in a piece of stone and to use spiritual knowledge to satisfy their pride. Anastasia Unfortunately So then, regarding the symbols, a crescent, as you have mentioned, was often painted with a star instead of a circle, but the star could be five-pointed, seven-pointed, or eight-pointed, which was drawn as either a geometric figure with pointed projections 
are simply as rays radiating from the center. Rigdon. In essence, a star over a crescent is strengthening of what is already strong. This is a lot in a lot. However, such designation is also used as an additional indication of one of the powers of a lot. Since ancient times, many types of pointed stars have also had their own peculiarities in the interpretation of their symbolism. The seven-pointed star is a symbol of the seventh dimension. The eight-pointed star is a symbol of that very rhombus, a cube set on one of its vertices as a symbol of a person's transformation into a spiritual being, exit to the spiritual world. As for the five-pointed star, it is a working sign associated with the powers of a lot, manifested at the level of the fifth dimension. It belongs to the group of positively working signs. But such subtleties are only understood by people who work with signs in the invisible world. The five-pointed star sign activates a sense of justice and hope for the future in a person at the subconscious level and also encourages people to unite. But unfortunately, these unique qualities of the sign have often been used and continue to be exploited by people serving the animal mind. This is, of course, a weak force compared to the Alatra sign, but nevertheless, upon its massive use, it gives a certain result connected with a particular influence on people and a change of events in the three-dimensional world. In the case of a five-pointed star, no matter if it is pointing up or down, it will still be a sign of one of the creating powers of a lot. The only question is, what this additional power is spent on, or rather, where it is redirected by people who get it. Anastasia Indeed, the five-pointed star has been used since ancient times in different forms of rotation. Its oldest image, if we speak about the artifacts known to this date, is thousands of years old, and it was found in Asia Minor in the culture of which we have already spoken. In the Neolithic era, the sign of the five-pointed star was placed above the head of the great goddess as her symbol, and among the ancient Egyptians, the five-ray star stood for a deity. Images of the five-pointed star above the head of a bull as a sacred animal are known in some ancient beliefs. At that, the sign of this star was used both with the top pointing down as a positive spiritual symbol containing elements of the sign of a lot, the central triangle pointing down as a symbol of the divine creating feminine principle, and with the top pointing up in the same semantic interpretation. Since ancient times, the star has served as the symbol of victory of the spiritual nature over the material one. In mythology, it was used to designate the union of heaven and earth. This sign was popular among the peoples of ancient Europe, Asia, especially the Sumerians and the Persians, Americas, the Aboriginals, the American Indians, and others. Moreover, Judging by the magic rituals of one or another people, it was one of the most commonly used symbols. The sign of the five-pointed star was painted on amulets to protect against the forces of evil. 
Thanks to the Greek language, this star is known today as the pentagram. In the modern world, the five-pointed star appears as a symbol of many states. Obviously, because the knowledge was lost, its image began to be interpreted from the human mind in esoterics, and this star with the top pointing up is considered as a sign of the white magician, while a star pointing down as a sign of the black magician. Rigdon Such a differentiation is truly an interpretation from the human mind, but it appeared because the creating power of a lot, which is accessible through this sign, was used for negative purposes. The sign of the star only gives a positive impetus, a surge of energy to some change. As for where people later direct it, it's a matter of human choice. Here is a simple example. Throughout history, the sign of the five-pointed star was often used to achieve revolutions and coups. The star encouraged a positive surge in the masses. It gave motivation and inspired to action while stimulating a yearning for the better in people in terms of their inner disposition. That is why people went for these transformations in society with faith, a positive attitude, a hope for a better life and future, with a desire to find the long-awaited freedom. This is exactly the manifested effect of this sign on the masses. But where to, and with help of what directives, was all this power redirected by the leaders of such coups? Naturally, towards the power of the animal mind, which substitutes the notions of people's spiritual aspirations with the implementation of its material programs. So it happens that in coups and revolutions, people try to overthrow one tyrant in the hopes of gaining their own freedom. But instead, they elect another tyrant without realizing that nothing of what they expect will change in their lives and that there will be no freedom of which every soul dreams. Such substitutions from the animal mind are not understood even by those who stage these mass shows by making use of tremendous human resources, power. People waste their unique power of attention and time, ultimately to strengthen the power of the animal mind in the material world in which they are to live, even if for a short time. And the greater the power of the animal nature, the more they forget about their spiritual nature, losing true understanding of real freedom and the meaning of their lives. Anastasia Yes, when the original spiritual knowledge is lost, there is no understanding of what we're doing and what we create for ourselves with our choices. Rigdon People should take a closer look at history and the world around them. First and foremost, to understand the mistakes of the past and the present, and therefore not to make them in the future, to determine the vector of their lives and approach this issue with an already in-depth understanding of themselves and society in which they live.